to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. Kia ora and welcome to Empower, the podcast that has one sole purpose, which is to inspire you to live your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a lawyer, girl power advocate, growing independent woman, of course. I'm obsessed with self-love and personal development. So now I'm also the host of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I will do my best to make sure that you can take something meaningful from this podcast and apply it to your everyday life. But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. Kia ora te how are you guys doing? I am, I'm doing alright, I'm about three weeks off a holiday to Bali, so is it three weeks? No I lie, it's, it's almost two weeks. Um, naturally I'm bouncing off the walls in the best way. However, I am also a little bit stressed and that is because I am absolutely determined to finish all of these podcast episodes to the end of the year. Before I go, everyone's telling me not to take my laptop and not work and I am struggling with that. I am actually going to do an episode that'll launch probably in about a month or just a little bit beyond that on positive rest habits. Obviously something I need to work very hard at because it's not something I have mastered at all, but we're learning together. We're doing it together. I'm with you. (laughs) Let's get into today's episode. I want to talk about perfectionism. It is everywhere. So many people that I've been chatting to lately know that it is a real barrier for them. Coaching clients, friends, colleagues, family. And I've been wanting to talk about it for a while. But as a recovering perfectionist, it is something that I still struggle with every day. It's not debilitating anymore. It really did used to be. It used to stop me from just doing absolutely anything, including this podcast. And while it doesn't impact me anymore in the same way that it used to, it's absolutely something that I have to be very acutely aware of in my normal day to day. In fact, the only reason I haven't actually pumped this episode out sooner because it has been on my radar for about a year is because I didn't feel like I could speak on perfectionism until I felt like I had done enough to overcome my perfectionism, aka until I had perfected overcoming my perfectionism. And here I am doing the episode anyway. So just a few things. Firstly, I am almost certain I'm going to have a new website. 
I'm definitely going to have a new website. By the time I go to Bali, there's going to be a new website up there. But basically, the website is going to be more focused on the coaching side of things, how that works, because I get a lot of questions. And in all honesty, I just hadn't put much thought into it when I built my first website. So that is coming. Also, all of the free resources and everything that you guys have been able to download so far are going to be on this new website as well. So I'm pretty much just figuring out how to get them on there. And then I'm just going to launch it. Same place, same address. Once I figure out all the techie stuff, that's going to be good to go. Keep in mind too, given that I am going to be a little bit MIA for the last little bit of November and even into the start of December for a bit, you may not get a response from me as quickly as you would have otherwise. If you are concerned that maybe you've tried sending me a message and I haven't got it, you can always email me hello at mahisorensen.com. I will get it. I always check my emails. I'm crazy with my inbox. Um, If I don't respond, it's just because I haven't responded yet. But know that I have got it and that I will when I have the time and the space to do so. So let's get into it. And in true me form, let's start with me exposing myself because sometimes it just needs to be done. It's the way that I like to provide context and the way that I like to let you guys know that despite me doing this podcast, I am not a perfect human being, which is right on brand for this episode because I have a bit of a confession and you guys don't really know this, but for every podcast episode that I have done until probably just under a month ago, except the guest episodes, all of the podcast episodes that I do on my own, basically fully scripted, word for word, I'm a pretty fast typer, so before every episode, I would take a few hours to type out in exactly the same way that I speak, which is why it was never, I don't know, was it obvious? I don't know. Why it felt like it wasn't ever that obvious that my episodes were, like, scripted. And obviously, despite me preparing in that way, it didn't change the authenticity of it. It was more, I think, a confidence thing for me, especially when I started. I was like, I know that I'm a little bit of a rambler. I'm a chatty, chatty girl, and I didn't want to waste anyone's time. Like, I'm very time conscious. That's why I don't make my podcast episodes super long, despite being told not to do that. I know now it's something that's important to you guys and equally important to me as well, because we're all busy, as I always say. And so for that reason, I didn't trust myself not to ramble. So I would type exactly the same way that I would speak. Like I would be talking and kind of just typing out exactly what I was saying. Obviously, it was incredibly time consuming. That whole process taking a few hours meant that it was super difficult to stay motivated to want to plan my podcast episodes because it was exhausting. (laughs) And this is the key. And this is why it's relevant to what we're talking about here today. I didn't need to do that. I literally recorded an episode a couple of weeks ago with nothing. You guys will remember it. I was recording it at like nine o'clock at night and I was talking about it and I was talking about how, you know, sometimes shit happens and life gets crazy and you just got to push through and, and trust yourself and trust that you can. So I did that. I did that podcast episode and it was fine. But like I say, it was a confidence thing, a comfort thing. I'm a really big believer in preparation. I think that's a positive thing. I think I can probably take it a bit far sometimes, which is when those perfectionistic tendencies really start getting a little bit out of hand. It's that feeling of preparation when you know you have everything there, you've done everything that you could possibly do, and it was easy for me to show up to record a podcast episode because I just had to say the words that I had already written and I knew the episode would be fine and I knew I wouldn't mess it up. And it got to a point where I had told myself that if it wasn't fully scripted, it wasn't going to be a good episode. And that was based on nothing except my own internal voice that was wrong. 
and it's been burning me out. I don't know if you guys can tell. Certainly the people closest to me know that up until honestly, like maybe a month ago, the podcast has been a real drain on me and I've stayed committed because I really believe in this. Despite, you know, despite it being difficult, despite feeling burnt out, I still show up because I believe in the greater purpose of this and I love connecting with you guys, but I have been overexerting myself. So I finally accepted that. I finally accepted that actually I was underestimating myself and I also just decided to trust that, you know, I I know what I've been doing. I've been doing this podcast thing for a little while now, almost a year and a half. So actually I need to relax. I'm fine. I don't need to be this crazy, crazy planner girl. It's not necessary. I think it really hit home with me when I was sort of giving similar advice and having the same conversations with my coaching clients who are amazing by the way. And I noticed that for a few of them, cleaning is a real thing. And it's funny how it's a similarity. And I can kind of relate to it as well, because I definitely get like that, especially with the kitchen and probably with my office here at home as well. It's that sense of control that you feel when everything is clean and everything looks good and you don't have to worry about it. And you just know that no matter what else is going on, that feels right. And a part of that means that it is also very easy to obsess over cleanliness levels, those perfectionistic tendencies start to kick in, nothing is ever good enough. I'm all about being clean, but then there comes that added level of anxiety that you feel when something isn't the way you want it to be, or there's something really small, or there's like a small mark that you thought you got rid of and you did, and then you can't stop thinking about it, and then someone comes over and you're like, no, don't come around. I don't want you to see my messy house, even though it's not a messy house, it's probably immaculate by everyone else's standards. And actually not that anyone else's standards should matter anyway, but you get the point. And like I say, I am a recovering perfectionist. I'm so much better than I used to be, but some of those tendencies are still there. So naturally I have gone onto Google and I have Googled, am I a perfectionist? And now I have a list of nine things and I want to read them out to you guys. And you can see what you think and whether any of these kind of hit a little bit too hard for you. Also, feel free to pause after I read each one of these out as well, because I'm going to go through them pretty quickly, but some of them I think require a little bit of reflection. Kia ora, just quickly, those of you who follow me on Instagram or TikTok will already know that I'm obsessed with my desk bird standing desk. I purchased it last year, and when I tell you it is one of the best things that I have ever invested in, I work from home and I could not do it without my standing desk. So I'm super excited to let you know that I have partnered with DeskBird, and you can use my discount code MEHI to get $40 off any desk purchase on their website. They are an investment, and trust me when I say I did a lot of research into the best standing desk before I purchased mine, and I truly believe they are the best on the market. Even better, they've got free shipping New Zealand-wide and a 10-year warranty, so why wouldn't you want to check them out? Link and details in the description. Number one, you are never done. Relatable story of my life. Number two, you are stressed and discontent. Again, to an extent, relatable. Number three, you don't take risks. Again, (laughs) something I relate to. Actually, no, that's a lie. I definitely take risks. Depends what they are. Business risks, sure. Putting myself out there risks, sure. Bungee jumping, no. Did it when I was nine, learnt my lesson, not doing it again. Anything physically risky? No. 
But don't ask a lawyer if they're going to take risks because they're probably going to say no. (laughs) Number four, your creativity is suffocated. And that's exactly what I'm saying when I talk about what used to happen with me with these podcast episodes. So ask yourself if this is something that you experience as well. Is it because you might have a little bit of perfectionism in you? Number five is that you strive to keep everyone happy. I used to do this. I don't really do this anymore, but... It's definitely something that's super common. It's a common thread that I've noticed, especially in my coaching clients. Number six, you're highly critical of others. Again, something I used to be really bad at, definitely working through it. Number seven, you can't delegate. That's relatable. (laughs) Number eight, you personalize everything. Everything is personal. Someone says something and even if it's got nothing to do with you or who you are or what you're all about, you take it personally. Again, something that definitely used to impact me, not so much these days. And lastly, and possibly the most confronting for me personally, you never rest. You're always on. (laughs) And that, my friends, is why I say that I still suffer with perfectionistic tendencies. It's why I am a recovering emphasis on the current tense perfectionist. And it brings me back to a book by Brene Brown, an audiobook, I think, that's how I listened to it, called The Power of Vulnerability. And in it, she says, quote, where there is perfection, there is always shame. And I love that quote because it is so true. Perfectionism at its core is never about healthy striving, as Brene Brown says in the book. She says it is never about someone wanting to be their best self it's all about external validation it's a thought process that says if I do everything perfectly I can avoid and minimize shame blame judgment and criticism giving up who we are in an effort to be perceived as perfect is a waste of our time and energy and I love that so in terms of practical advice I've got a few things firstly swap certainties for probabilities Be comfortable with the fact that you're not going to hit 100% all the time. And don't let that fact paralyze you. Just because you can't solve everything perfectly doesn't mean you shouldn't try and doesn't actually mean that anything less than perfect is unacceptable. In fact, it's probably quite the opposite. You don't need to be certain that something is going to work out exactly as you plan. Work off probabilities. Rather than being super black and white about it and saying, well, I either fail or succeed, and then not move until you feel like you can say that you're definitely going to succeed, instead, ask yourself, what is the chance of me failing? What is the chance of success? Most of the time, we overestimate failure rates anyway, so focus on the probabilities. The likelihood that you're going to succeed, if you are looking over... 40%, do it. Another piece of practical advice is to get better at accepting criticism and don't take everything so personally. And I know it's hard and I know it's easier said than done. For me personally, I feel like I just got really good at this this year. Um, I think especially when you put yourself in situations where you're kind of open to criticism I found that on TikTok, I tend to get like a lot of trolly people saying some stuff that would trigger me like, and it used to trigger me, but would trigger me in any other situation, really racist stuff, really sexist stuff. And they do it to inside a reaction. And so I think now that I'm like at a place in my life where I'm so content and so like assured, self-assured with who I am, 
it just doesn't really impact me. At the end of the day, like people will just say whatever they want about you. And most of the time they don't know you. Take that as it comes. And this is one of my favorite ones as well. You need to give yourself a break and accept that you can't control everything. You're not perfect. No one is. And that's okay. And honestly, no one cares about it as much as you do. So take comfort in that. It changed my life when I realized that no one cares about any of the things that I really care about as much as I do. So stop assuming that people do. Everyone's too busy doing their own stuff to worry about what you're up to. And if they're not, then that's their issue. It's not yours. What you shouldn't do is stress out about appearing perfect or feeling perfect or doing everything that you can to be as perfect as possible when it's just not realistic. You also want to let go of the things that you obsess over or feel like you need to perfect. If you're a perfectionist, chances are your standards are probably unattainable anyway, and you're probably underestimating yourself and your abilities. You'll be fine. And lastly, and this is probably the most important if we're thinking about really practical advice that I want you to take seriously. If you take anything from this episode, it needs to be this. Accept that your perfectionism will stop you from becoming the person you want to be and living the life that you want to live and achieving all your goals. If you don't start checking yourself and keeping that perfectionism and that voice in the back of your head in check, it will determine your life for you. You need to make the commitment to yourself and be ready to feel uncomfortable, but know that you will be fine either way. Because yes, it is uncomfortable when you start pulling the trigger without a guaranteed outcome, but what is more uncomfortable is doing nothing and then being left to wonder for the rest of your life, what if? Perfectionism just gets in the way of you making moves and taking the plunge and just doing the whole thing. The amount of time and energy that we spend perfecting, whether it's reading and editing and rereading and re-editing emails until they're perfect, Facetune, if you know, you know, (laughs) stop doing that, you don't need it. Or getting caught up on the little insignificant administrative stuff for hours and hours so that you never get to the important stuff. Sometimes we can mistake perfectionism for procrastination. Sometimes it's both. It's fine to strive for excellence, but not at the cost of getting stuff done. Perfectionism is paralyzing and it is the enemy of progress. Don't let it stop you. And on that note, I will love you and leave you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate that you've taken time out of your day to listen to me. Make sure you do something kind for yourself and I will chat to you next week.